2: All right, everybody good? Cool. <laughs> I always Swear love to do this. Uh, this is radio the science. this is the part of the show I always love to do because Paul hates it. Oh no. Oh, that's your new jam. It wasn't loud hey enough. The Packfiller podcast is about to begin. You can always follow the show through Instagram, Twitter, and even Facebook if you're still into that sort of thing. The show is streamed live every Tuesday at 6 o'clock Pacific on our Pack Productions YouTube channel, as well as on the Podbean app. You can call the show directly from Podbean and chat along in the discussion on both platforms. Now let's get to the Pack podcast. I know that Paul hates that, and that's the only reason why I'm going to keep that theme, that <laughs> music in the background, forever and ever and ever. You know, Pat wrote that. I know. I on Guitar Hero. No, on, on Garage Band. Oh, Garage! Thanks, Jack. Thanks a lot. Hey, before we begin Club Pack Fillers Live, everybody, our membership program is underway. We're rolling things out starting this moment right now, today. Take a look at our website for the overall view of the plan. Membership packages start at just $1 per month. Shit you not, one dollar per month and max out at ten bucks a month. So if you you know, there's all kinds of things. You guys benefits including sponsor discounts, race entry discounts, or flat out free. Access to member only content, free swag, including casquettes, which I didn't know they were called casquettes until I found out that cycling caps are called casquettes, and I've been doing this sport for Forty years, uh, clothing, stickers, etc. In person and online rides, online members only, social media groups, just to name the beginning. So uh, come be a part of the Packfiller Club. Packfiller starts right now. Ah, I got the sales pitch out of the way, and another month is upon us. The month Lewis Black refers to is the most depressing month of the year. Why is February so short? Because it's February. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler. I'm Pat Bulger, and we have a full studio as well as online members for tonight's panel discussion. I I, I think I'm going to call it, it's technically like an Oregon against Washington episode. Because we got three people in the panel, he, including... He, he's he, a transplant, though. He's really Washington blood. Well, so is Jackson. Just quit yeah. playing semantics with me. Oh, Jesus. We've got three people who are... Who reside in Oregon and, Expatriates And three people who reside in Washington So let's get to this, shall we? First is, uh, let's introduce the entire panel here First uh, first is a guest who's been on the show before But definitely deserves an introduction uh, She writes, she speaks, she rides And if it is about of the sport She probably knows a lot more than we do She automatically makes the panel a great deal more legitimate So let's welcome back to the show On Mariah Rook, how are you? Him really well. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thank you. Uh, next, he's uh, not only our social media manager, but our in house model. Let's welcome Jackson Bulger. That's a introduction that I will never have for the rest of my life, but thank you very much. <laughs> Everybody's seen your picture in the hats and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just like, see, he's so, that's my boy. In the studio, I'm pretty sure, uh, for perhaps the second time ever, he keeps having a squinting face. Are your headphones too loud or something? No, like it's too tight.
3: This, this is my resting. Bitch face Okay, <laughs> yeah. you gotta pull that
2: mic a little closer to your face That's That red thing is what makes the show work Hello um, You might know him as the diva, but we all love him and know him as Karsten Hagen How are you, man? I'm excellent Good it's Good to be here Good uh, Let's see, where are we? Oh, Jack Broadhead, the guy who's being peer pressured to actually become a born again cyclist How are you, man? I'm good <laughs> yeah? I I like my yeah? I doubled my miles I doubled my miles
4: this go. weekend You did? From
2: last year, yeah did you see his it was <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, the guy who believes rollers make you look more cool than old, Paul Maine. How are you, dude? Doing all right. Oh, uh, panel, you guys, thanks for being here. I'm calling you panel because there are too many, and I don't want to address you all immediately one at a time, but um, uh, thanks, guys, for being here. Um, Carsten, do I need to get you some pans to play with or something like that so you feel at home? <laughs> <laughs> cook, cook dinner I, I'm hungry I can make some dinner for us all you, you could mm. yeah, yeah, yeah could. It, Carson's famous for banging pots and pans together and roasting yep. red peppers during the podcast but uh, there we go the cyclocross world's happened you guys and I'm gonna screw up the name and somebody's gonna have to help me because I always it's early season so Etois de Bessege, am I close Aunt Mar- Aunt Mariah? you might be able to help me am I even close by saying that race name
0: no you were actually
2: really close really dear diary <laughs> okay, uh, it's happening tomorrow, but most, most importantly, before we get to everything, and uh, Mariah, since I have you there, and I, I saw a post from you recently on social media, um, and I don't mean to call you out, but this is where I usually ask everybody who's riding and how often are they riding, and I saw something where you had to confess that it's been two weeks. Um, I'm playing Oh! She just held up <laughs> I, a cash. Uh, I got a little
0: too, uh, too rowdy on my mountain bike, so now I'm paying for it
2: oh no okay uh fracture of uh,
0: severe yeah, se- yeah. i learned what the scaphoid is which i didn't know what that was before <laughs> turns out it's a really fickle bone um and it's the bottom of your palm and when you fall over your handlebars and you catch yourself you hurt it
2: oh man so what's your timeline like in terms of how far you're out
0: well i'm lucky in that i don't need surgery okay so and i've been riding indoors it's fine um and i can probably start riding outdoors here pretty soon just maybe not you know on the mountain bike
2: so we all suck because you're riding indoors even with a fracture and uh well anyway i guess i should get to the the other schmucks who are probably not riding enough <laughs> paul you right how's your riding going um
5: let's see rollers and i got a two-hour ride today Ooh. um so oh. yeah since thursday i've been doing Mm -hmm. either i did stairs i think it was saturday with my wife and yeah so and and yoga some some, uh gabriel benjamin yoga because the guy has some awesome sideburns (laughs) he really does so i can't find my bell cue or i do the bell does your wife beat you up the stairs no she actually does more of the running part of it but Mm -hmm. now i have she didn't like my
2: routine Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that just, she does not like, like intervals, that. no. Mm-hmm. Carson Hagen, uh, not new to the show, but new in person. Um, how's your riding life going, my friend?
3: Uh, um, I'm a long-time listener, first-time yeah. participant. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, good, nine, ten hours a week. I'm uh, mostly on Zwift. Uh, I'm part of the uh, uh, hashtag uh, Basecamp training group. What is that? I've been seeing that. Yeah it's a fucking great program um it it lasts from it's uh, hard to get into you gotta time it just right and it lasts from November until march and it's Whoa. yeah it's all base training and it's um basically just a a way to get you ready for the season um it's run and owned by this guy named Tim Cusick he's a pretty Pretty well-known and really good coach, and then uh, Serena Gordon, some other people that, that we all know that okay. uh, are coaches in it, and it's been it's been a really good, been wow. really good. Um, I've gotten outside a couple times, but not really, not in Bend. Been skiing a lot, too, so.
2: Now, no, da- not down. down? Yeah. Down. Yeah. down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Been wow. doing a
3: lot of Alpine, yeah, yeah. Just, yep, finally resorted to resort skiing this year,
2: for the first time in 10 years. Wow. Tons. Jackson Bolger, how's your riding life? Um, You know, over the last week, um, I was
6: – is, this is a weird thing that happened. So I was taking out the garbage the other day. Um, yeah, I know. This, <laughs> he does, he does <laughs> chores, everybody. So I was taking wow. the garbage out the other day. Um, And I, you know, something I usually do, walking on out. And I here I am, oh, tossing shit. up the garbage into the gigantic dumpsters that we have. And I'm like, okay, we're good. I walk away from the dumpster. And I feel this weird tweak in my neck. And so I'm like, that's odd. It'll be fine. I'm 21. You know, it'll go away. (laughs) Um, The next morning I wake up. It didn't go away. And it was like 10 times worse than it was the night before. So to make a long story short, yesterday was the first day that it didn't hurt. Um, And it happened on like last Wednesday. So... Oh, shit where i did one suffer fest recovery ride um and then i finally rode today because i'm feeling a lot better so who would have thought that taking out the
2: garbage kept me
6: off my bike for so long wow. but uh yeah i've been getting in what i can for when i feel okay so yeah
2: get used to it dude <laughs> It's like it's every other worse every other you. week for an old yeah. guy <laughs> yeah, i get mine i get just mine when shoes. somebody calls my name and i turn my head to mm. say what mm. and that's where it's it, I mean, like I I, up my we call it today. batman neck in my house but yeah you what sorry i lifted up my trainer today and i,
6: I set it back down and i was like "Ah, oh, i gotta be careful because i can't have another
3: oh yeah thing that happens to me all right
2: now's um, just, just,
3: i'm sorry this is so cute yeah. him <laughs> i know hurting yeah. himself at such yeah. a young age i know right yeah. so
2: jack broadhead
3: do you is it really that big a
4: deal
2: jack broadhead two rides in two Tell, weeks you've been doing two rides in two weeks yeah that's about four runs
4: one ride i know we gotta you know your ratios, a, are, out ratios of whack, are out of whack. but we'll give it to you but and we'll give it to you man but but that's there's a big difference between like i don't know maybe a month ago doing zero and and then uh, yeah yeah <clears throat> being active every day almost
7: right on
2: um I to d- 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 to kind of sum up everything I've I've actually been more productive than I have been in a long time. I got five rides in this week. So I just want everybody to uh, to just soak outside? Me in. you want outside? To clap? No, of course not outside. Oh, so yeah, pretend they're, all inside. Okay. they're all right. They're all inside. But um <laughs> Uh, I did two and a half hours on the trainer on Saturday, and wow. and, and fairly uh, interval based trainer effort on Saturday. So you know, I just want everybody to know that I'm I'm cooler than you guys are. Does anybody have any big events or anything planned this year? Um, is, are, is there anything? In terms of what you're participating in, and not not necessarily, you know, for example, on you know, you're probably covering some events, and I I hope you are, and things like that. But are there, are you planning on doing any big rides or any kind of racing type of efforts this year that you got on the horizon?
0: Yeah, so I was supposed to do a bunch of really big cool stuff last year. Um, all oh yeah. Through, uh, one of which was Leadville, and because I deferred it, I get to. Race one qualifier for free and then do Leadville uh, next year. So I'll go to Texas, to do a race there, and then do Leadville next year.
2: Is this your first one?
0: My first
2: Leadville, yeah. Is it? I, I'm, I'm not just – I've done it. So if you know, if you need any tips on how to really suck, let me know. Did you get a buckle? <laughs> I have done a Leadville, yeah. yeah I did it uh, – oh, my God, I don't know what year again. What's that? Buckle. Oh, I do have a buckle, yeah, yeah. Huh? Barely, but I have a buckle, and I thought it should be around here somewhere. No, I was gonna put it into the bar here and and put it into the, but no, I didn't. You and probably so wear I, it. I it. now I'm not a buckle kind of a person. I'm not a belt buckle kind of person. I feel kind of weird with them on. I don't know. Is it just me? Everybody, I'm getting I, some looks. I've, I've
3: heard that you walk around the house just wearing the belt <laughs> just wearing with the, the buckle, <laughs> just the belt. <I'm, laughs> can't really confirm the source. <laughs> Uh, Jackson, but I think, uh, I think that, uh, you know, early Sunday morning, yeah. uh, you've been seen doing that. I don't care to answer to that. I thought everybody was sleeping.
2: Well, well we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 good. It's, uh, so anybody else got anything on the horizon? Any any events that's like, this is happening, it's going to happen? Doing RPI. What, what's RPI?
3: Re- Rebecca's Private Idaho. You are? Doing it.
2: You are indeed. Yep.
3: And you're in? Uh I got an in to get in.
5: So, get it, get Look uh, at you! Yeah, no, not really.
3: <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking shit. No, I haven't registered yet, but I totally, um, I mean, uh, want to do it. And I don't think it's. I think I think I can get in if I register tomorrow.
2: When it, when's the deadline? September? Oh, I don't know when the deadline is. I think it's the end of February. You're I making think me old, old,
3: Well, it's it's February third.
2: No, I'm just saying. Oh, I think yeah, it's yeah, the end of yeah,
3: February. I, I, I plan on registering tomorrow. I, yeah, yep. Yeah.
2: I'd, I'd do that one. That one actually. You do it together? Like a lot of fun. You want I would wanna... do that one. Jackson's nodding from his. Apartment what if we all do
3: that? All of us. Two.
2: What was that, Jay? He
6: said, no. "If it's in September, I love it."
2: Yeah,
3: he's free then. Paul's saying no. No, Paul's saying no. Yeah, are
2: you buying a? Aren't you
4: buying a dirt bike? A gravel bike. I a dirt bike. A dirt. Bike. <laughs> <laughs> no. I heard you're buying a dirt bike. No. <laughs>
3: All I know is I think it'd be wonderful if the pack filler all got together and mm. did an event together because the shit talking would go next level.
2: Yeah, we're mean, doing that. We're doing that. S- in so with the horrific but, but this is like place. official. This yeah. would
3: be you know, yeah, no pressure.
2: I'd do it, Paul. Come on, we just got to get you, Paul. Everybody's no. doing it. All the cool no. kids are
5: doing it. Everybody you grab wanna... your drink because there is one thing I'm going to do in <laughs> September,
2: Paul. If you want to sit at the cool table. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh. But but
2: I know what he's gonna do. Tour
4: of Belgium. Well, oh,
2: yep, there drink. we go. We had yeah, a drink whenever Paul says to a little bit. Okay. So there you go. So oh, sorry, th- and that's still on the. That's still on yeah, the roster. Yeah. It's they, still uh, gonna happen.
5: The schedule. Everybody's push everything back.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. And, and September has just become the race uh, month. I mean, I, that's even happening in the pro calendar that I'm seeing a lot where everybody's just trying to pick these specific dates i saw some reports from the uci today talking about the fact that everybody's trying to just gel in the same weekend and it's just not going to work there are only so many obviously so many dates and, and well, the uci I think I calendar disaster. did it last year well no i'm saying they're trying to do it yeah, again this yeah, year and it's not gonna i don't yeah. think it's gonna work but oh god you know what speaking of which uh, did we have anybody else who's doing a really cool event if not i'm gonna just jump straight into it Let's just jump straight into it, shall we? Let's get to the news, shall we? Oh, you know what? Before we begin, crap. There was something I really wanted to mention, and I wanted to bring this up. And um, I don't want to bring the show down, but um, uh, before we begin, uh, I, I don't know if everybody knows who this person is or knew who this person was, but uh, we lost a great one for all of us who are, who are old in the, in the cycling scene, uh, former Olympian and team time trial world champion uh, bunky, bunkitis Davis. I uh, heard that one, yeah. She passed away on, on January 29th at the age of 63 after a seven year battle with cancer. Um, she represented the U S in five world championships, taking home the team time trial in 92, along with teammates Jan Boland, Jan Boland, sorry, uh, Jean Gole. Oh my God. These are names that I haven't said in so long. Eve Stevenson, um, and in the Olympic games in Seoul, South Korea, and was the first alt- alternate for the games in Barcelona. Um, she was awesome. I loved watching her race. And, uh, and I just, you know, wanted to take a moment and, you know, everybody raise your glass to uh, to uh, Bunky McIntyre Davis, you know, we'll talk about a legend there. So there we go. Now I guess I could probably go to the news. Should I play the theme again? Yeah, I'll play the theme again. Okay. Let's get right to it, you guys. This past weekend, Belgium was invaded by the Netherlands. <laughs> Let's be honest. It was definitely invaded. Uh... Cyclocross worlds were held, and that audio was a little hot and the Dutch decided to bring their squad of perfect human beings. The sand <laughs> was deep as was the orange on the podium so let's break down this weekend's events um, first off, and I want to ask this to on uh, Mariah because you know you might have an insight into the into everything that's going on with all that so um is is cyclocross a mandatory regulated participating sport for the for the Dutch and Belgian children. I mean it's it was just absolutely a blowout.
0: It really it was pretty funny. it was like there's only two teams playing the blue and the orange.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know ironically, when I grew up in Holland, I did not ride bikes other than transportation. I played baseball. And then when I came to the U.S., I started racing bikes. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm that backwards. So, That's no, it depends backwards. on where you're from. I was from Northern Holland, where that was not a thing. And if you're from the south closer to the Belgian border, clearly that was a thing.
2: It was a, a, a thing of art. Um, does anybody have any perspective? And I'm, I'm, I'm cool with anybody barking in on this one at any time as to why this was such a dominant force by... Primarily uh, the Netherlands, but um, but also the Belgian Belgium riders were in there. But you know, it just why this was just such a a specific. You know, these two countries are completely crushing things right now. Was it the course design? Was it the 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 you know this year in particular? Was it the fact that you know how the how COVID has affected their country? Whatever it is, what was it that made it so absolutely unbelievable? I'll say one thing: watching the coverage.
3: Um, it became clear that a lot of riders were comfortable with the beach yeah. that um, m- a lot of other riders might not have been. And the Dutch riders were um, super comfy with running and riding in the sand.
4: They must have had a training camp
3: at the beach. Yep. <laughs> it, it was unbelievable. I've never seen so much sand.
2: Yeah. It was deep. Yeah. <clears throat> it <clears throat> was insanely deep. Yeah. <clears throat> but but I, I have seen
3: it. There were also no barriers on this course, which I thought was hilarious. Like or interesting, you know, no, no jumping
2: over barriers. <coughs> so I didn't even pay attention to that fact. I, I can't believe that, that I even didn't even notice the fact that they didn't have to bunny hop any barriers this year. When I was a
3: hundred pounds lighter, I enjoyed um, racing cyclocross. <laughs> That's back, actually, actually the last time Jack and I saw each other. Yeah, thir- 30 when years you're hundred pounds lighter. Yeah. Well,
2: let's make this a big reunion <laughs> for you, guys, shall we? <laughs> Should we yeah. And please keep coughing into my sorry, microphone. Answer, so there's no I'm big sorry, deal. So. It's, it's, it's an just audio just show. It's fine. Yeah. So, or oh, use the casket to to, <laughs> to 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 cough into all the all the stuff I've I've, I've given you from the show. Okay. Um, so let's start broad, you guys. Um, I want yeah talk about the host location. Um, I've 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 heard good things and I've heard bad things. I've heard some people complaining about the course and and how it was designed. Um, you know, the things that you might have observed throughout the entire event or things like that, uh, the 21% ramp, the the sand, the lack of barriers that we were talking about earlier. Is there anything anybody saw that that, that stood out uh, either as this is a great element to the course or this is something that was absolute just for show and BS? I mean, let's be honest, the, you know, I posted a, a photo of, of the men's elite race with david hasselhoff running in the background um because they, you know they're riding in in the ocean
5: i'm know. just glad you didn't put a that barry sanders thing in the in the background
2: yeah. i was just mittens oh yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah that's that's so Bernie. That. Yeah. 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 yeah bernie sanders yeah.
6: Yeah. Barry, barry sanders barry, barry, the excuse, player, me, excuse, excuse me excuse yeah. me
2: yeah yeah
6: baseball too yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Baseball no thing. okay yeah. Um, any any out uh, con you know comments in terms of what you saw or anything you noticed? I don't necessarily want to c- you know create a mass barrage of people talking over the top of each other. But if anybody <laughs> has something, <laughs> let's start let with somebody that really knows. Yeah, so we should we should always just go let's straight, straight with it. the with the pro yeah, and Ron Mariah yeah. should speak first. So yeah, you're, we're throwing you under the bus here.
0: You know. I- I'll say one thing about the course. When I watched the first race, I was like, oh, this course looks terrible. Yeah. You know, it's only going to suit a certain type of rider. But the more I watched the races go on, the more I appreciated it. And mostly for the fact that what is nice that it, it showcased that cross is unique. Like one year you're going to have a mountain biking course another year you're going to have a pure power course or a climbers course or whatever, just like road cycling, right? Like. In road cycling, you would have Dubai or, or Doha, Qatar, which was flat as can be. And yeah. that that's sprinters. And the next year you have Austria and it's for climbers. And likewise, I, I like that in the last couple of years, the cyclocross world has been a very, um, diverse venue, yeah. uh, year after year. So this year it was dominated by sand and it was a power course and also, you know, sand riding skill course, but yeah, I liked it for that reason. that it's, it's, it was very different than previous years.
2: I'm so happy to hear that because personally, I, was, I, I enjoyed the hell out of all the races involved. And I, I read some, some comments and saw some posts of people saying that there were elements of the course that, that, that diminished pure cyclocross. And I mean, I guess we're always going to run into that with people saying, oh, back in my day, sorry to look at you, Paul. <laughs> but um, but the, but those types of elements had had changed um jackson as somebody who's kind of new to i mean i don't mean kind of new you know but you you know i don't know how many cyclocross worlds you've you've actively been a a, a, a participant not participant but you know involved within T- talk to me about your 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 opinions and your thoughts of what you saw over the weekend
6: yeah so this would be my third one that i've watched um I thought the sand was a really deciding or decisive factor to it all. Um, obviously, if you if you didn't have the ability to ride sand as well as some of the other contenders, you were not going to finish on that podium. I saw a post from Tom Pidcock earlier saying that um, he just didn't have the skill to ride in the sand. He was, I think, I think it was that um, of all the things, the sand was the worst, uh, the thing that he was the worst at. And I think it really showcased that, like any writer who had that sort of weakness. Um, and then I thought a lot of in a lot of ways, an understated part of it, surprisingly enough to me, was the bridge. It was twenty one percent and God, yeah. every writer seemed like they just made ease of it, which I was yeah. blown away by blown away by. Um, sitting here on my couch watching <laughs> these writers fly up twenty one percent, I was a little shocked at um, I very much agree though I think it was a it, it was a course that was um, different from anything I've ever seen before and you just had to be prepared you couldn't really expect what was coming you know bad things of course happened to riders that we were that weren't expecting uh, things to happen Celine uh, Del Carmen Alvarado the first turn she
7: oh, hits God. the ground yeah, I mean, yeah
6: blows a front tire like it was it was a race that nobody knew what was going to happen with, and
5: I loved that. That that accident altered the women's race drastically.
2: Well, the uh, women's but race, let's be honest, was pra- practically it's it it appeared to be decided within the first thirty seconds of the event. Yeah, but I think, uh, or at least at least a dramatic turn of it. Yeah, you know, it, I think the
5: winner would have won anyway. Yeah, she's she was on so top we'll of see. the game and stuff. But I think it would be nice. It'd be a little more. Like lap two would, you'd be a little more decisive as opposed to was determined on that first corner yeah. in my opinion. But I
0: don't, I don't think I agree at all. I think if anything, that first corner was as normal cyclocrossy as you really? get, right? If the rest of the course had been equally muddy, she would have made her way back. The sand obviously was deciding factor there, and then the battle between Lucinda, Denise, and Anamariy uh, was. I mean that was. Yeah anyone could have taken it up until that final corner and I think because of that it was it was very thrilling and it was always going to be those three plus Carmen yeah like it was always going to be four of those riders in the front um the fact that that Celine had a had a, a really unfortunate start was was obviously a real bummer but yeah I think it was always going to be those four in the front and the same with the men's it was always going to be a battle between those two and that's what's so cool about where they are right now is that you can throw any course at them, like any feature, yeah. mm-hmm. and it still would have been the same top riders, I think.
2: Do you think Sana Khan would have had any type of an opportunity, or do you think that uh, that she would never would have been a factor going into this?
0: Not this year. I just think, really? and, and she was pretty realistic about it, too. Yeah. Like she just wasn't going to be on the podium this year.
5: What do you think about Clara's? Because yeah. she got caught up behind that, too, and she yeah. made a great comeback. Um, to get fourth. Yeah, think...
0: she was, I mean, I I was super impressed with how she rode in the sand. Sand is not a factor around here very much. And then no. she mentioned beforehand that she was really worried about that amount of sand. So I was incredibly impressed that she made it uh, all the way up to fourth. Did you talk to her at all before this? I didn't, no.
2: You did, okay. She had a, a, a brilliant ride. I was, I think I picked her a little higher up, mm-hmm. but you know, but yeah, I, yeah. The, I, I I cursed her, which is my <laughs> tend. To, this is what I tend <laughs> you to do her to for writers. the win. Is the I problem. did, yeah. 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 And then I tend to screw absolutely every rider's chances up. But shouldn't shouldn't every Worlds be different? This
4: extremely different every year. I, I mean, it, like like what was said is is still the best four riders at any Worlds and any Worlds course are, are likely going to be the top four, five, six riders should change every year i've never seen a course where people are actually going downhill in the sand drastically different speeds like some people flew down the hill yeah some people were cautious and and you can tell they're losing time going downhill on a straight downhill yeah it wasn't a twisty downhill
3: i think i think what we're talking about earlier that people that practiced in the sand clearly did better this year comfort level technical you know technique won this race
4: Mm. Power, power! Oh my God, the yeah. amount of speed and, they held over that sand, like the it men's race. Just... It, it still came down to the same two guys. I mean, it. You know, it's it. It still was the, the best people in the world adapt to whatever they're handed.
2: Yeah. So, Kristin, I love you, man. But you were the one of the people who who told me when we were when when the when you were watching it, you were saying. It's, it's a boring race. It didn't turn out the exciting way I'd hoped it to turn out. Um, what was your no, – I'm not bashing you, man. I'm, I'm not, but, but what was your, your concepts? what was going through your mind at that time that made that race unexciting for you? I thought the women's – and, and uh, i
3: gave me some really good arguments against this. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I thought the women's race was boring, and I thought the men's race was really exciting.
2: Which I find incredibly interesting. I just I want I, because that's something I definitely what? want to talk about as we get going here. Because you're like Bizarro and I'm Superman because you're the opposite of everything I, I completely believe about that. Week.
3: One was predictable and one wasn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so I I, so I'm
2: I'm good looking and you're <laughs> no I'm, I'm Superman man. Uh, okay. No, you're you're Bizarro. I thought you're Batman. Yeah. Well, I am Batman. No, you can't Don't be tell both. anybody. <clears throat> I can be both. No, I can my so deal be the fuck I
3: just m- My deal was, I just, <laughs> like, you knew immediately <clears throat> that it was going to be one of those three on the podium in the women's race. I, yeah. you, you were away. of way. Um, it, you know, he didn't know exactly which one until the crash, really. Um, But they, they're all wearing orange, and he just knew it was going to be <laughs> one of them. Um, you know, but the men's race... I, just with the flat and the crash and you knew it was going to be one of those top there's two things
2: I'm, I'm still I'm calling you out on the women's race right now I'm okay. not All calling right. you out on the All men's right. race so I, I need I need your explanation I need you to step up to the microphone Karsten yeah. and s- tell me why you thought it was boring that, I just told you why that's why you
3: could tell from the beginning from the you beginning. knew who was going to you didn't you know I. my only my only wild card was at the very beginning I thought God, Claire's going to, she's going to make the podium. I knew yeah. she was cause I wanted her to. And I knew within fuck 10 minutes that it wasn't going to happen. And so after that, it was like, which one of the three riders in the orange Jersey was going to win. Yeah. And that was my problem with it was like, okay. Like, and, and then the crash happened, which made it a little exciting.
2: But, just, so if there's an Ineos top 3 in the Tour de France you're okay with it but if there's no, a bunch, I was not okay with that at all. <laughs> I, no, no. Fuck no. No.
7: Well, I
5: kind of I, I agree kind of with Carson. Uh, I, for me on the women's race that made it unfortunate. It the the three that finished on the podium was no surprise. Yeah. But I'd like to see a little bit of a battle at least two laps into it and not have a crash on the first corner. That's my take on it. It it, yeah. it was like that sucked. It, it was done. You know, it was going to come down to these three. But you want to see a little bit of action, yeah? There could have been four or five on the men's race. I still think that it, it because those guys, those two, are so far and above everybody else. That's boring too. Okay, before mm-hmm. before I get but, to the men's race,
2: um, I want to ask the question: Was Lucinda Brand the most deserving of this World Championships? Absolutely. Do we all oh. do we all agree? Everybody, I see on mariah She's nodding me. her head i see yeah jackson Great uh, ride. yeah he I, called it too he did, jackson did. i believe jackson so, you get to go home with that win mm-hmm. you can get a i sticker. just
0: add one more thing to this please this do debate. i think the difference why i guess i found the women's race so interesting was that i was emotionally so involved because yeah mostly this is the first in my life that i've ever rooted so hard against the writer which was Denise Betzema. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it because of, of
3: the the thing? The thing? She got popped for doping yeah, and then served some it.
0: bullshit six-month suspension during the off season. Yep. Okay. And then she was winning, and I was like, no, like just like shouting, like I want to see <laughs> another win anyway. But then when Denise was leading for like the first two laps, I was like, it's just so bad for the sport. I think if a, you know tainted rider would have walked away with, with the rainbow jersey okay. and so I was so invested in, in yeah. getting you know at one point anyone but Betsima onto that top step
3: it's been done before
2: <laughs> <laughs> doping <laughs> doping or, or yeah, yeah the, on the top uh, step and yeah. doping yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay so, so we're, we're all happy with that takeaway is what we're saying you know, that, that, is, that to see Lucinda Brandt win that was, was a well earned, well yeah, deserved race. Can I ask about the shoulder bump?
6: Um, I, she held first, her line.
2: Rubbing his racing? Jackson was about to say something. NASCAR. Rubbing his you know,
6: racing. I saw it as a coming together, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where to go. I mean, he was holding on to that rail. I personally thought she, when on Marie Verse came in and she hit her, it was like, I didn't really know what else could have been done in that moment. And so it kind of all just after that for me just kind of exploded. And I was like, oh my God, this is what's going to happen now. This is how we're going to go.
2: It was strategic. Uh, but it was also it wasn't. I don't think it was anything. Was was there were no malintentions. There was nothing like that. that where somebody was like going, "Oh fuck you! I'm going to push you out of the way." It was I'm trying to go for a line. I'm holding mm. my line, and, and they each had
5: two different lines going yeah, in there. Yeah. We've yeah. all
3: we've all mm-hmm. been there, mm-hmm. you know, and, Yeah.
5: And, and-
2: <laughs> you're, you're kind of, no, cat so, force so yeah. <laughs> <forced>, you you <laughs> swept me bro yeah i almost no, but, fell and cracked my pro tech but if she you, she shouldn't have fallen i
4: mean it just it, it came to <laughs> it, it just it did it it came down to racing and they yeah. and and she could have very easily leaned on her harder and both of them could have gone down or she or they would have stayed up it's racing it's it was almost not last corner but she didn't throw an elbow no no no, it was just just, it's
3: bike racing okay
0: and they didn't see it as much either like after the race was like, I just I fell because I didn't see it coming like Mm it just it's what happens in racing there was no hard feelings at all in that moment they hugged right after the race like she actually just said as she's hugging Lucinda, she's like hey you were the stronger rider today like Hmm. total respect everything's cool it's more the media and the you know, the, the oh, people yeah. watching on the couch that, like, made it into
2: something that really ne- wasn't necessary. I, I, I want to throw this out there. I thought the women's race was the most exciting race of the weekend. I'm just going to say that right now before we get into the fact that we're going to go to the men's race. All right. So, um oh actually, you know what I want to do? Talk about Clara before we get to the men's race. Good. Um, talk to me about um, <clears throat> anybody who has uh, some thoughts about her um, was that the re- do you think that was the best she could do was that an, an amazing achievement for her was that um, you know what what do we expect from her in the future you know we in, we we here in the united states see something good and we're like I want more
3: just she's, like i want to supersize she's going to win uh, within 3 years and um, i think one of the reasons that she didn't podium was uh, ana maria pointed out earlier she doesn't have a lot of experience in the sand we don't have anything in the northwest that even comes close to that and uh unless you are out there specifically training i don't know if she was or not but i kind of doubt she was doing it to the level the dutch team was It's just no way um we have one cross race in portland um called the het and it's got god you know we got a 100 yard <laughs> section of sand but it's not even close to like that and um I I think you have to be ready for that shit and you know if, and with a little more maturity I think she's going to be a world champion
0: absolutely I mean this was her first season in Belgium agreed incredible like she went from like hi I'm new here to like hey I'm on the podium (laughs)
3: so
0: you know coming in fourth in the world's coming in fourth in the world cup series overall that's an incredible achievement
2: yep yeah I, it, it, it warmed my heart quite a bit um, I, and I don't mean that cheesy I mean that and it's like oh my god the US we have something to look forward to in cyclocross because there's, a, there's something we're either not feeding our children or the, or there's something in our environment that we're not doing well enough Right? You know, and I don't mean to bash on the states but the, the level of this sport in terms of, of Europe versus everybody else is, is, uh, is astonishing and I'm sure it's the history, you know, that that does the fact that, you know, the sport has been just that's where it probably was created and where it's been since. Well, it's Boston. the same
5: with road riding. If you yeah. wanted to make it big in the United States, you had to go to Europe. Yeah, cyclocross is is Belgium is the is the mecca, and you go there, and Claire proved that she has the medal to to advance pretty fast. So, yeah. um, to do it in one year, that's
3: amazing. I heard an interview with Ryan Trabon. I don't know, five or six years ago, where he was talking about why he did not like racing in Europe. And he said that it's because you have things like that 21 degree climb, 21% God. climb. Yeah, um, yeah. We don't have, <coughs> we don't have that stuff in the U S and, um, for her to adapt to that so quickly is pretty impressive. Like it's way different over there. When I went to a <clears throat> when I was in Belgium, no, yeah. I've been there <laughs> have I told you? Paul's been to Belgium yeah, Paul's been to Belgium Yeah. Uh, when yeah. I was in Belgium last November and I was at a World Cup race uh, I could not believe the kind of shit that they had to do I mean it would have put most American crossers to, to tears those cars, those courses are extreme they're really really hard and uh, for her to adapt to that was, was mind blowing plus you gotta
0: remember they start when they're 6 years old 6 mm. is the earliest yeah. age you can start racing and they Jeez. start at six, and they—I mean—you go <clears> back <throat> to like junior worlds. So it's the same, you know, Matteo and and about uh, and it's the same riders on the on the top sets then. And they just yeah. continue to develop up, and there's just not not that kind of development here in the U.S. It's a total niche sport. Um, there's just no no funding, no upward trajectory. Well,
5: uh, Jose Bean, the the journalist, yeah, she she made a comment that. People don't understand when it comes to televising sport, I mean cycling in Belgium, it's against a lot of charge. It is free to the public. So, what we have to pay for, really? Yeah, that is a federal law. Mm. So, it's cool well,
0: country. It, like here, you watch football. There, you watch, you know, Sunday cycling. morning cycling. Yeah. Plus, it's a spectator sport. So, when you go to Belgium, you buy a ticket to go watch the race, mm-hmm. an entire stadium, if you will, filled, like it's usually at like a motorcycle track, something like that, or a car racing track, filled with people there to watch, inspect the cyclocross. And so the riders then get paid starting money, which is unheard of here in the US. You don't get paid for like, I mean, you will also get paid on where you finish, but you get paid just to show up. Why? Because it brings people into the stadium and buying tickets. And so the whole model behind the way the professional sport works is is different.
2: So you're telling me we're stuck with Tom Brady and, and and that kind of stuff. And these guys get first access to incredible bike races and better beer that basically I'm living in the wrong country. Shit. We, we haven't even got to the men's race, but I, I do want, and I, I do need to bring it up because you know, men's race was race and it happened on Sunday. Um, <laughs> We expected the, the Van Ert uh battle, the duel. Um, we got that. Uh, did it Carson li- uh, Carson's shaking his finger at me. Why are you shaking your finger at me? I'm the host of the goddamn show. Sorry. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Are you gonna bang a, I'm used a couple to be, pans I'm, together? I'm, in, gonna... in my world, I'm used to being heard, Pat. <laughs> I can I can mute your ass in a second, and it would it would make me giddy as a schoolchild. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's it. That's no, all no, you no, want to okay, do. No, you so shook your that, finger the, at me. You I killed the, the complete mojo of the show.
3: I think the battle for third place in the men's race was pretty fucking intriguing.
2: Okay. OK, no. And uh, no. And, and uh, we have to. But if you're going to talk about the men's race, you have to talk about the the greatest duel of all time. Many people are saying it's you know, it's the it's the Ali Frazier of 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 cycling. It is the, you know, uh, Raymond Poulidois versus Jacques Anquetil or something I, like I that. Think one you know? of the things
3: about Vander, Vanderpool that really showed was that he's a pro mountain bike racer first and foremost. And I think that really helped him quite a bit okay that's his whole i mean he doesn't talk about it much but that that's why he's a bike racer it may be changing but when he you know
2: his dad and his grandpa don't hurt no of course <laughs> yeah of course but he is a damn
3: good mountain bike racer and when it gets really technical like it did i think that really helped him in the long run is that why he found the uh face planted? When he hit the rut, he
4: did.
5: He, he yeah. tries.
3: He's, he's, he, that's but, why
0: he was able to overcome that. That's he true. Yeah, him, so exactly. he Gets up and gets right back going.
3: Thanks, Adam <laughs> So I, I think
5: this is my take, and and I'm going to start this off and have everybody else. I I thought Walt, in my opinion, is is more of a thanker The the natural uh vanderpoel is the most natural gifted cyclist I've ever seen, in my opinion. um I think Wout had came and approached it where he put the pressure on like he did the week before and and forcing uh, Vanderpoel to make mistakes, which he ended up doing. His flat caused havoc. Because yeah. on the, the, the second the, lap, if you look, he allows – Yeah, know, Vanderpool uses uses <clears throat> Yeah, He gets a gap on Vanderpoel on the first lap. Vanderpoel joins up, and he sits on his wheel, and he watches him. Mm-hmm. And he makes his move – when he's at the strongest point. And then Vanderpool makes makes a mistake and then he flats. But then I think it's interesting, he shut down. <clears throat> yeah, it was all in the head. Yeah. By the he,
3: way, that <clears throat> was the only flat on that course in any race that entire weekend. Yeah. So what the fuck?
5: Cycling, you gotta overcome the bad yeah the bad times. It's the only one. Yeah. Like Oh my God. You so got, I mean yeah. I thought that was interesting. That's the only thing I enjoyed about just watching the first couple of laps of the men. Other than that, then it was
2: worse. So you're saying it was a, it was not as exciting as the women's race,
5: Paul. No, I, I'd, I'd take the women's race after the men's
2: easy. Karsten, got anything to defend yourself, or are you just going you know, <laughs> to Cough. Uh, sorry, sorry about that i uh, kidding I love you man Except sure. uh, you're coughing In your pans And you know yeah. Everything about you yeah.
3: <laughs> The good looks The intelligence Yeah I hate that too yeah. Yeah. jealousy yeah, It is yeah, it's, it, it is yeah. It is jealousy um, I, I don't know I just still think that Because I don't know Like Anne said I was emotionally More invested in the men's race Just because I Vanderpool. When I saw him race live Last year I was hooked That dude is so amazing To watch in person um, That
2: This might be a, uh, a, a, a f- classic American, okay, uh, cool, I want more, you know, fast food kind of a mentality. Uh, this rivalry has, has taken over cycling in 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 terms of the men's world right now um we saw it in the classic seasons last year we're seeing it now in in cyclocross and we know it's going to spill over into next year um is it too much is it is it taking away from cycling i i've i've, I've heard some voices stating that oh it's all about these two now it's it's ruining cycling for the rest of us as everybody who raced against Merckx. <laughs> um it, you know is is it is it yeah, I guess I left it there. Is it is it too much? Is it too much? On him I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jackson, go.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I find it... I don't think it's too much. I think it's um, a great motivator, uh, these two, you know? I think that when we see riders like... I mention him all of the time at this point, but when we do see riders like Tom Pidcock coming through at such a young age yeah. and reaching up to the level of these two, um, I mean, he was able to win one of the World Cup races. We see all of the... Belgian forces coming up behind it's it. I think it's a great motivator and some like a good carrot to co- tra- place in front of these writers to grab. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to beat Wout Van Aert and Matthew Vanderpoel. That's, that's awesome. You know? And so I think that there's going to be a lot of new writers coming up, especially
3: with some team shakeups and everything. I think it'll be interesting. Is it the
2: rivalry of all time? Is it no. the best
3: one of all time? There's another one too. Remember one, two in the tour
2: who who the, are you talking about the, tell us who you're talking about
3: the, the winner of the Tour de France and number two Oh, Pagacha and Roglic.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: I can't. I can't. Don't ask me to pronounce them, Pronounce them. Okay. That's no, that's not, fine. No,
2: that, no, you don't have to. I yeah. screw that stuff up all the, all the no, time. No. Uh,
3: producer and producer, they're, yeah. they're, they're, was- So you're saying that's a greater
2: rival, greater rivalry of all time than the you know 14 years that these two have been battling, <clears throat> or, yeah. or the the. These, these, those guys, or are the Voldemort, or back Voldemort in, yeah. versus Pantani, <laughs> yeah, versus <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, Ulrich, uh, other, uh, yeah. I, I said Voldemort, go to fruit, oh, and versus Oldric, yeah, 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 go to fruit and Merckx, yeah, uh,
3: boy, I remember during the tour it was sure a big deal, and I think that uh, it was heavily talked about, and those guys have been racing together since they were kids too. Um, all i'm saying is it's not the only rivalry out there worth worth mentioning i think the dutch women's team is is another example of some rivalries that sorry no you're fine that were um probably more friendly uh the impression i get is they're more friendly um but uh they definitely exist um yeah i don't know i just think it it, it's a we're making a lot of it because it happened on sunday but i think there's a couple other ones that are worth worth mentioning
2: Sure, but I, 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 I think we're all, I think culturally we're making a big deal out of this. These two guys who are going to, you know, how long are they going to keep going? The fact that it is a year round rivalry is something to state, too. The fact that, that it doesn't but It started shut off. when they were 12 years old. Yeah, I thought it was That's eight.
5: Yeah, I thought it was eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. The, yeah, I mean, it's, it's deep rooted. And, and, you know, through sac- cycle cross, they both graduating into road at the same time. Um, yeah, yeah it, we'll see um how it pans out i think they're gonna go two different directions and yeah you know when it comes to races maybe you know bunk ads during the classics that's about it
4: it'll probably open the door in cross as they go you know road and mountain bike or, or road road or however they do it yeah <clears throat> they can't do a full season over and over and over and over forever Who knows? forever These guys are mutants man
3: well vendor in the tour what would that look like
2: He's going to do the tour. Is he gonna? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he'll pull out. For He's the talking about leaving Olympics. for the for the Olympics. Yeah. Oh. Knock on wood if they happen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys, I got to shift gears because I have to because we're 48 minutes into a podcast and, and there are some things I need to talk about. And, and this, primarily, being a pretty damn big story here, um, it's, and I consider this pretty damn good news. Uh, women's tour on Eurosport and GCN. Uh, The Tour of Britain and Women's Tour, the UK's most prestigious race, have today announced an exciting new partnership with Eurosport and the Global Cycling Network. Yes, GCN. Five-year alliance bringing the tours to millions globally through world-class digital platforms and channels. Can you tell I'm reading from a press release? Um, And we'll see the Women's Tour produced for live coverage for the first time. So what we're seeing is... An agreement for live coverage of some of the biggest women's events in in the world, and um, and it, for yeah, exactly. They're a sweet spot it, working with Eurosport and GCN to also provide it potentially what it sounds like to the Discovery Networks for those of us here in, Spok- in Spokane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that because my wife and I just bought the Discovery app because she wants to watch magnolia and and hgtv my wife she's lunatic she she loves design and stuff like that and i'm going wait okay on top of this app i now get to uh watch some bike races so um have you guys heard of this and second of all um does anybody know about anything being about available in the u.s because anytime i see gcn i immediately go cool when are we going to be able to see it Already signed up for it. You already did.
5: Yeah, um, it's half price through this month. But but what, are we going to get these races? <clears throat> yeah, you can see the list. Yeah, uh, because of the U.S. we're not we're not getting any of that. Nobody's covering it in the U.S., so that's going to help out. Yeah. I think in the future too, you're going to start seeing GCN being a big uh, flow bikes, which I have flow bikes. Everything I looked on their calendar, I was going side by side. No one's claimed to uh, Rondo and Flondrin. Um, Roll really? Bikes has Perry roubaix Bay on there, but they can't do it because NBC, and we know what NBC's doing. NBC's in flux right yeah, now. they yeah. own all the. I- I- yeah, Jackson's shaking stuff. his head. Yeah. yeah. Peacock. Mm-hmm. Uh, just thought uh, I'd just trigger yeah. your son there. Yeah. Peacock. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I'm, I'm all for it. I
3: have a question, though. This is great, uh, and I'm, I'm, it's, I'm encouraged, but is prize money more equal for women now?
2: Does anybody have an answer to that question? I know the salaries are becoming closer to being equal.
3: And that's more important, and, and some to, so they can make a living. But prize money says more. It, sure. It, Don't it,
2: you think that
5: TV coverage will hopefully hope help so. that? I mean, so I mean it's a step in the right direction. We can't slam it. Obviously, we've been trying to get it right there. It's a. I mean, it's, but,
3: it's a question I'd like to get answered. Like I'd like to find out if they're at least making progress toward it.
2: Can I ask you guys a couple of questions? And this is about media delivery in terms of the sport and how it's provided to us. And uh, on Mariah, I love having you here because because I know that you you work in this industry and um, how bike races are provided to us. We're turning into this what it looks like to be a subscription model basis for uh, for for getting cycling content.
5: Unless you live in Belgium. Yeah. Unless you live in Belgium. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, Which is which is great that we're gaining access to much larger races and, and more races and things like that. Um, so I want to talk about the pros of it, but I also want to talk about the fact that the average person who might find out about bike racing, I remember watching John Tesh's musical soundtrack to, to the tour de France in the eighties got me excited about bike racing. Nobody's going to have that anymore. Uh, if 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 dad isn't a bike racer, dad's not going to subscribe to a channel that watches bike racing. So I, what I'm saying here is, what are the perfect models of this, and what are the what are the bad sides of this that we're looking forward to and that we're we're going to see in our foreseeable future? Well, obviously the John
5: Tesh thing didn't help. So we hey, got to try a different. into the sport. shame <laughs> on you. I love yeah. that music. Yeah, but and I what sang I'm saying it to myself. Is that format needs we need it to rethink because obviously if if that's going to expose people to cycling I think grassroots.
2: So the NBC uh, model has failed you're saying?
5: Yeah I I think so I mean just the way that uh, America has has broadcasted what we need to do is start at a grass level like uh, high school uh, mountain bike you know, uh, leaks that we have here in the state of Washington. I think Oregon has that. But no, no, I'm
2: sorry, but you're you're talking about two different things. You're talking no, about you, you, about participating in races versus being inspired by yeah, people doing races.
5: Yeah, and, and and I thought that was the direction you were going. You're no, going, I'm talking you,
2: about TV, baby.
5: Yeah, we were talking TV, but that you know, you watched the Tour de France with John Tesh because you were into cycling, right? There's it it didn't. It didn't expand more people. Like, what is this great music that I have to? <laughs> I you think, know, yes. Pe- people. So, people.
3: <clears throat> people love watching football and baseball because they played it when they were kids. So the great thing about Nike NICA is Nike is amazing. Is that it's getting kids into bike racing much younger than they normally would have. Um, it's mountain bike racing, but got to start somewhere. Got to yeah. start somewhere. And you know, wow, like, that came from Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Yeah, but the the thing is, I think Paul's point is that we're generating an audience, which is important. And then once that audience is generated within a few years, the whole you know the whole question of demand for uh, subscription bike racing is is going to become less less of a issue. Yep.
0: <clears throat> no, I think Pat has a really good point actually, because um, growing up, I was exposed to cycling on TV all the time. Right? It was just all. Awesome. Yeah. And so like you watch the evening news and it would be like, you know, news, whatever, weather and sports and sports covered soccer, tennis, cycling, field hockey, maybe. And like, so you were like supposed to do it every single day. And even if you weren't cycling for a sport, because it was your main form of transportation and nothing else, like you were still like, Oh, this is intriguing. Right? Like my grandpa, every weekend was watching cycling races. So like, Spending time with grandpa men watching bike races. And so I do think that there's a point like that has the like exposure brings new people to the sport even if they never pick up a bike themselves but they, they become fans. But I think the TV model in general has changed. Like I don't own a TV because why would I need one? Like you have a subscription to Netflix in your set. And I think the same way we consume news and everything else it's all tailored for what you like which is good because you can get exactly what you want. It's not good because it limits your exposure to new things. And I think so the sporting model with flow bikes and GCN is great because you get to see races you normally did not see. It is not ideal because, well, you're not bringing any new people in the sport.
2: Yeah. What, Jack? Jack
1: got, Jack's pointing. So, so is but
4: the me. national this so unfortunately we have about four seasons of national pastimes that are way ahead of cycling. Yeah. Mm-hmm here. So in Europe, you know, when you have, you know, you listed tennis, uh, soccer, cycling, I would have it's Bender.
2: I guarantee you. my dog is freaking out.
4: <laughs> but, uh, I, the, to, uh, I guess overcome that. I mean, you need unique in, in the U S kind of a unique bunch of weirdos that like intense sports that you don't see on saturday and sunday afternoon under normal circumstances to get to get, we get involved with it and then our kids kind of get involved with it you know jackson would yeah. be a, a perfect example it's like dad loves cycling take a look around i mean he's you know
2: but he's got a problem he ha- he has saying. a problem yeah, because dad of you no i have a problem you have a problem jackson's saying has problem. dad has a problem yeah. Yeah. but now yeah. he has a problem yeah but he has a, oh. a bike what's jackson's Yeah. Yeah. Jackson. Um, You
6: know, I, I, I think I agree um, with what we were saying earlier about how um, exposure is exposure, you know, no matter what, I think it's, it's, it's good to see people laying their own eyes um, on to, onto a bike race. You know, I think that's going to, whether or not they pick, they, they do, as we were saying, pick up a bike. um, It, it just matters that it's out there. And I think that I don't, you know, it's it's funny, I'm actually taking a, a class right now that talks about media and society and about who owns what, um, who has access to what.
7: Yeah.
6: <clears throat> the only thing that I think is tough is making access to these things so difficult. Um, I I wish there was a perfect world where America wasn't so obsessed with their beating the hell out of each other's sports, but <laughs> you know, <clears throat> such is life, that's where we are. Um, I America. I think that's the only difficult yeah. part for me, um, but I'm I'm happy that we're able to get these events out there um, in whatever platform we can. You know, I just
1: another
0: thing that Americans need is a hero. America got yeah. super behind cycling because Greg Lemond, and okay. then again it was Lance Armstrong. Women's soccer because of you know Mia Hamm and, and the Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. Like you need a hero for everyone to start following it.
2: And but if that if that's not in the public eye as much because it's a subscription subscription based model, are are we going to lose that? And I you know I I am the glass half empty guy in the show, so I'm the one who's going. We're fucked. Everything's going to turn into a shitstorm, and and the sport's going to end. And well, I'm going to well, throw this out then. Thanks, Paul.
5: Then because of soccer, you look at your son. That was his big push. Now yeah. soccer was not really televised when he got into it, right? <laughs> So I think once these, yeah, he's,
2: it was not
5: much. English not, Premier League, probably not, not yeah, when he was yeah. younger, not when he was younger. That Jackson,
6: was, uh, when I when I was younger, it, how it kind of ebbed and flowed was it went. It started with the Fox Soccer Channel. That was yeah. oh my god. Yeah,
5: you had crazy. to pay, pay for it know, though. That's part was, of a package. Yeah, no, you, never you, had, paid you for it. had to pay for a. For a package for Fox
2: Sports but, but Anyway, go we ahead. won't tell Paul that we actually <laughs> didn't pay for it we're just going to say this this is me speaking just specifically to Jackson on the podcast, don't tell anybody but we knew exactly what we were paying for and not paying for Paul's an old man, he still rides rollers <laughs> he still thinks that rim uh, brakes you know, he, he still thinks that <clears throat> cascades should be cotton So you know, let's just keep going <laughs> for Anyway, yeah, Jackson. Sorry I'm about the pause there. I don't know what happened. Yeah.
4: don't <laughs> oh, no, Dead air. I,
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, kind of how it ended flows, and flows. It started, yeah. like I said, it started with that Fox Soccer channel, and then it went into NBC Sports, which then yeah. kind of limited our access to it.
2: Yeah. So okay, in other words, uh, cycling's doomed in my world. So so based on the hero,
4: the hero thing, you know. So what if what if the lie wasn't discovered about Lance? Would we be in a totally different position worldwide and with cycling heroes? If if that wasn't discovered, if he didn't admit it, if he didn't do a comeback. I mean, the comeback was the biggest mistake ever. Was win seven tours and then decide to come back to. To the tour, if he wasn't, if that wasn't discovered, would we, we'd be totally different position right now.
5: Mm. There'd be all kinds of, I mean, wow, yeah, comebacks are never good for sports. Well, for well the, it exposed yeah. it, it. It was it I think a lot of people, everybody
2: like, who's watching Tom yeah. freaking Brady this week. Well, he oh, hasn't Conor come back. He never Conor yeah, McGregor. he never left. left. Yeah, he Conor never McGregor. Left got, okay. I'm I'm a
5: comeback. Muhammad Ali.
4: Jack Broadhead yeah. is our
2: comeback. <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity. It's going to expose my earlier. Realize that we're already an hour and a minute into the, into the show. So, um, you guys, I, my, my point of that news story was this is a beautiful thing. This is great. We are now finally approaching the point where we're going to see some of these races that we have never seen before. We're going to see them live, especially you know they, these these incredible women's races that that I found watching replays that I was more excited in than some of the men's races, and um, we're going to see some some great things. And I think we're at a point where. Um, bike racing is going to be provided we're going to have a lot more access thank god um before i get to the before i get to the next story i I did want to ask would anybody ever could you ever imagine this is an audio podcast well we're video right now but could you could anybody imagine and follow an audio version of race coverage could that be something that we could get involved in
3: i I do it by default because usually when i'm Watching the tour or the Jira or whatever. I'm just listening to it because I'm yeah, working or doing yard work or doing other stuff. So at three quarters of the time, I'm just listening. And yeah. it's engaging enough for me. And I bet a lot of people are like that.
2: I got used to uh, Phil and Paul. <laughs> and I got used to their excited voices. And when I would watch them live, most of the time it'd be in the morning. Really, I'd be <clears> sleepy. And I would kind of be in and out of sleep, and then I'd hear their voices get excited, yeah, and I'd wake up, and I'd and I'd suddenly turn to watch the TV. Could is the, is there a space, is there an area for an audio broadcast on, uh, on as Somebody who's who is a journalist in this in this element, D- am I full of shit?
0: You're just old.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah! wow. Well said. Oh yeah. Can I high five? Woo-hoo! High five.
0: No, I think I watched women's <laughs> cycling come up through Twitter. Like people watched whatever they wanted. They wanted to watch races and they didn't exist. So people were just following Twitter. Like you, we would be out there. Like when I first dabbled in, in women's cycling was like just hashtag whatever the race was. And just like yeah. tweet the live action by if I'd be in the car. So it was like whatever I was getting from race radio. So I was literally repeating what was going on via Twitter. And, and that's how women's cycling grew. So I and now we've got coverage, and I think if we now go to audio, it's like taking a step back. I think yeah. like people want to see the emotion, they want to see the riders, and while a lot of these commentators have a really big following, I think people really just want to see, you know, their their rider in action.
5: I agree that audio is a one dimension. If you're watching it and then there's somebody commentating, it adds a second dimension because, you know, some people you want to watch the strategy or what's going on that they're not announcing. Um, It would
4: take a special announcer like, you know, with baseball games. Most boring, you know, How do you cover a long Tour de France transition stage? You you would have to have a shit ton to talk about. Uh, Track racing, you could likely do it. Yeah.
3: I think Paul. I, I sorry. I think I think Bob Roll could hold an audience. <laughs>
2: stories with a story. He'd just, have to yeah. talk about yeah, his, his taking a shit stories <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he'd have to fill with all yeah. that because I, know, yeah, exactly. But Three long weeks as, of filler. As long
3: filler. As, yeah, well, as long as we're talking about a, a you know a Howard Cosell of cycling, somebody that can really hold your attention for hours, it's possible. We just don't. I think Bob's the closest one we have to that.
6: Yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I
6: also, I also find that. I, I mean, the only instance I can really think of is, um, in, uh, listening to a basketball game. You know, you can listen to a basketball game and you're you're there with it and you're like, oh my god, this is so exciting. But then when you actually put like lay your eyes on it and you watch it, it's a whole different experience. So yeah, I, yeah, I I think that you just, I do agree. I do think it's kind of a step back because it's it's you don't it's not the same excitement level. I mean, at least for me, personally, that, the that I get play. out of watching and
2: seeing these writers.
3: I got, I got one for you, though. Like, the only... Hey, lead. nobody
2: saw the burning of the Hindenburg, but, they, you know, That's somebody sure. was like, oh, oh my oh, God, the humanity. The, the humanity, yeah. humanity. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you know. no. So, professional, wow, that was really insensitive of me, wasn't it? Too it was, soon, totally, right? Totally, Too totally, soon. Yeah, yeah. Too
3: soon. <laughs> Major League Baseball is about the most boring fucking thing you can possibly watch, but those announcers... They're amazing. They're, they're amazing, amazing and they can keep an audience, and most... Had a lot of people with baseball just listen. Yeah, so it's possible.
0: Yeah. But what generation, though? Not to like play of the old. Things, <sighs> no, but, like, you you started with generation. that, so we're
2: going to hold
3: you
0: to it. You know, you,
2: you <laughs> just you punched me in the gut right out of the gates, and I just <laughs> understand. Why, yeah, you know, <clears throat> understand, but you're right. You're
0: saying, like, you know, You're, Instagram and everything else. People will just want images, images, images. No one wants to read. No one wants to listen, except mm-hmm. for maybe podcasts. Yeah.
2: So. yeah. We are a visually oriented society. It's a good recovery. No. Her. Yeah. is a good recovery. <laughs> Bec- but, but, you know, I mean, we get we get a very large audience who who sit and like to watch this. You know, me you know, mm. you know, <laughs> staring at a camera, you know, being in a not even staring at the camera or something like that. We get a good amount of. of well, our. Audience why do they do that? This. Because we are a visually oriented society. We have I think, become a I visually think so, oriented th- I think so, but it's not well, my good looks. I
5: think it's adding another dimension. Yeah. It's like trying to understand a text from my wife sometimes. When she's texting, <laughs> her, I'm thinking, is she mad? Yeah. She, and she usually is, is she, a good case. She's <laughs> German. Yeah. Start yeah. with <laughs> mad. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things you can... But if you have a visual, uh, and and that adds another dimension yeah. to everything. So, yeah, okay, I, I I think we would be... I think we've all agreed that's going backwards. Other than Pat, no, we're old. No. He's a broadcast. My We have a combined like age. Of Jackson needs to say something, and he's going to so. back
2: me up on this. Jackson, please, please help your old man out. Well, I feel like um,
6: a reason why, especially like with, with a platform like the one that we are on currently, um, I think that when you listen, you only get to know the person that you're passionate about to a specific level. Seeing them feels like an interaction almost like I know I'm I know I'm sounding like I'm giving a a, a TED talk here but it's just a different type of interaction that we get for instance if I listen if I listen to Paul or if I listen to to Karsten you know I would I would only know their voices but seeing their faces is like it's almost like a conversation okay and so I think that's like that's a thing that we we as a society now want we want a closer interaction especially now in a time where we don't get those interactions anymore
2: Ooh, I believe there's a mic drop right there. <laughs> Besides, I did have people say, wow, after after commie, coffee and comments this Sunday that, that we posted on YouTube, <clears> well, <throat> I posted on YouTube. Um, somebody said, wow, I've, I've heard your voice for so long. I didn't realize you had a face. And <laughs> I think they were disappointed. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we get to the last segments of the show, I need to ask on uh, Mariah if uh, first of all, ha- have you watched stars and water carriers? She has not. So we're going to do Paul's Professor Paul segment last because she hasn't seen it. So we're not going to throw her into, under that bus, right? Okay. She hasn't done the homework because we didn't assign it to her, right? Yeah. So here's what we're going to do is we're going to finish off with some fun. Thank And, and our fun is thanks to our friends at Gooder. Affordable style, function, and fun. Check out all their offerings at Gooder.com. Everyone's jumping on the blue light blocker bandwagon. Blue light blocker bandwagon. <laughs> That's a hard <laughs> sentence to say, um, but Gooder has them beat, and Jackson's got them on right now as I speak. So I'm going to go with personal goats. All right, our, our fun game for the night. We're not; it's not competitive. I just. But everybody's got to answer rapid fire because we've got a, a very large panel. Okay, Carson's giving me kind of a winky look, like he's got a pee or something. like no, that, okay, ter-
3: terrified. That's a terrified no, look. No,
2: bit. this is good. No, we're we're going to judge you, but we're just going to ask <laughs> be a you. A lot of judgment. So we're going to go. We're going to go. Amariah ah, gets to answer first. Jackson gets to answer second. Paul, Jack, Karsten, and then me. <laughs> okay, and it's rapid fire. You got to go quick. You can't provide me with a story. We don't got time for I a story. Got stories. All right. Now I know you got stories. Okay. So first question: Best bike you've ever owned? On ah, Amariah. A Ridley
0: Crossfire. Ooh,
2: ooh. Jackson. Uh, a Trek Madone 2.3. You are such a sweetheart. I bought that for you, Paul. My BMC, I'm riding now. BMC, you're riding now. Jack Broadhead.
5: Don't say all stop.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. A Pogliagi track bike. Pogliagi track bike.
3: Yep. Kirsten Hagen. My current...
2: <coughs> you had to say that. Speak yeah, to the mic. That yeah. big red thing in
3: front of your face. Specialized. <laughs> the, my, 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 my current... I, I'm going to say this in all honesty, because uh, I've had several of this brand for various here comes various story. reasons this is a quick this answer is a story to my <laughs> current giant gcr advanced sl0 with etap and uh kadex wheels uh, is my the Who best is bike your sponsor?
2: Bike <laughs> you are so well paid oh for what you do <laughs> oh shit you yeah. not man what sells it lines his pocket i didn't bring
3: that up at all no and we don't need to no um but no. uh no if i ever leave the company that's the bike i'm going to keep riding there's nothing mm-hmm. like tcr geometry and I've, I've had i've definitely ridden a lot of specialized bikes and they're it's a quick answer, Carson. They're noodley. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on.
2: Oh, they no. fucking suck. But uh, rapid giant? fire, Carson. We're yeah, Ra- yeah. done rapid <laughs> fire. Okay, <laughs> minds the choch on the picture you saw oh, beside me when cho-ch. I was speaking in, in uh, coffee and comments that Carson thought yeah. I was a French rider yeah. today. Uh, best kit you have ever seen in the professional Peloton, on ah, Mariah.
5: <laughs>
0: Anything by Canyon Tram.
7: Oh, <laughs> nice. I agree. Yeah, Paul. That's
5: over here. Uh, I will go with Super Jackson. Conflicts eighty nine Conflict. ninety. Oh, Super Conflicts. Mm-hmm.
7: Oh, Jackson. Son? Sorry, I
2: skipped Jackson. I skipped Jackson. I was excited. Um,
5: EF
6: Education First Zero um, Kit. <laughs> you like the, the
2: duck kit? I loved it. Amariah <laughs> uh, is shaking her head on an audio podcast. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but but Jackson's. He's young. He's young. We'll we'll forgive him. Uh, Paul, you said Super Conflicts. Mm. Uh, yeah, Jack Broadhead. Either Panasonic or Hitachi. Okay. I can't one of the two. Karsten, like two words, man. Two words is all I'm <laughs> giving you. Usually I'm the one
4: getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here. The
3: two. brand new EF kit that spells out the UCI regulations, regulations. for oh, yeah. oh, what so is good. such a, an absolute fuck you to the UCI. It's he, perfect.
2: He, he, he rambles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Pat Bulger, Lavi Claire. Um, hmm. If you could only ride, no, I'm going to skip that one because we're out of time. If you could only one, own one bike, what would it be? On Mariah.
0: Uh, we do it all bike. So, like uh, a, a bike with enough clearance to ride gravel or some, some easy single track and uh, be fast enough on the road. Probably titanium, custom. Ooh,
2: Ty. Jackson Bulger. I'm thinking the.
6: That- Trek Immonda. It's got quite a bit of uh tire clearance.
5: You're
2: turning into a trek guy on me. I nice. see that. Okay, Paul. What's up with that?
5: What I'm riding now. Jeez.
2: What you wow, my BMC You realize. are such yeah. a loyal with, with wind brakes. Yeah. You are a loyal man. Jack Broadhead.
4: Schwinn beach cruiser?
2: <laughs> I mean I, I
4: if I'm gonna ride it time <laughs> eighty. Gotta have
2: something I can put my leg over. All right. All right. Okay. You oh so you want the sloping top yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Karsten Hagen. Same answer. Short a- oh, Same so- answer. oh wow, he stuck to the oh my god. You really? shamed him well. Um I d I don't I didn't even think of my own answer. It it's gonna be a gravel bike of some sort that I could switch out wheels with, with uh Your rambling. <laughs> disc brakes. <laughs> disc brakes. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go. F- I'm going to go forward. Uh, perfect cup of coffee, the most perfect cup of coffee that you could either have, ever have right now, sitting in front of you. Oh, I'm Oh man,
0: that's what I have every morning. Like you mentioned,
2: a little just black coffee, nothing else. You're a black coffee. Bro- oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Bulger. Here we go. Opposite, yeah, opposite yeah, end of the yeah. spectrum.
4: Caramel macchiato? <laughs> <laughs> just a mocha. Just
2: a mo- you lie like a rug.
6: <laughs> I, I have that every morning. Yeah.
2: He's maturing. He is. <laughs> he, he's poor. Oh. Paul Main. Uh, French
5: press like I have every morning. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting mm. into that. I'm getting mm. into that.
2: Yeah. Cream or just straight? No, no. Straight. You no. Don't. Yeah. Mm. don't insult the coffee. Jack Broadhead. Dopio espresso. Dopio espresso. Carsten Hagen.
3: French press that I have every morning with layered superfood creamer
2: oh what superfood. is superfood creamer
3: I don't know Does Does in
2: coffee? It's non-dairy it? Is it keto uh, keto it's keto it. it's red thing. <laughs>
3: thing it's uh, it's doping basically oh, okay, <laughs> okay. D- doping okay. creamer yeah. uh, perfect answer answer Pat
2: Oh, yeah. um, you know what? I I have always been a double americano, straight two mm-hmm. straight shots with about eight ounces of hot water on top of it. Perfect. But it makes me too shaky, so I'm back to French press. I could I could drink three cups of French French press and be fine. Mm. I don't know what's wrong mm. with me. Mm. I'm a coffee snob too. I am mm. a coffee. Schnob. Uh, okay, uh I got how much time do I got? Oh my god, we're at this point more. Uh perfect post ride beverage. The last end of the ride, if you could have anything in the world served up to you. Long ride, four, five, six hour ride. What would what would somebody hand to you? You'd be like,
0: Oh yeah Omri. Um, right. A pale beer.
2: Ooh, no specific brand, just just pale. Pale. Pale ale, okay ale yeah or 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 uh, pills not what ale or pa- lager I ale. will take either one okay. as long as
0: it's
2: light. okay Paul Maine
5: Jackson
0: Oh Jackson right. shit
2: that's your son Hi Jay love you buddy <laughs> so glad we had you <laughs> I will take
6: a
7: hmm, I'll
6: take a nice lovely cold bottle of scratch recovery Oh, fuck
2: me. <laughs> 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 hey, you know what? I wonder why he's faster than I oh, am. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Paul Maine Insta- as, uh, as
6: our uh, social media promoter, that's just that's my personal answer.
5: Yeah, well, that's yeah, a good. Exactly. good call. Yeah. Paul Main. Uh, that would be a Ingwer Oh, it's a Hefeweiss in that of Germany. Okay. Been to the brewery. Anyway, go ahead.
2: Wow. What? Yeah. Keys three and four. Jack Broadhead. Mm,
4: maybe a Space Dust
2: IPA. Oh. Wow. You we are, We're all raging out. All over the place. Oh. Carson <laughs> Hagen.
3: I'm um, with Ana Maria. Just, it's it's, it's got to be very, very light, uh, like a very pissy, and it's really pissy? the only time I like this kind of beer. Pissy? Like. You were gonna said say pissy. I was gonna, I he was did, gonna I say pissy, thinking it, but I didn't say it. <laughs> no, you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I actually did, did say it. Did I really? <laughs> that oh, was in yeah. your inside voice. Yeah, it oh. was. <laughs> Just very, very light, edit. light, pale, or you know, wheat something, and it's got to be <laughs> fucking cold. I don't care what mm-hmm. time of yeah, year it yeah, is. It's yeah, got to yeah. be cold.
5: All right, Pat. You know what? Um, I, I was gonna short t- answer, buddy. Oh, <laughs> beer.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. An Period. non no, Yeah, no, I was. No, you know what? I do, like I do like those after rides. I do like those after rides. I really do. But uh, you know, uh, there have been times that Paul, we finished a ride and gone and had a uh, what's the, uh, the the Belgian that starts with an O? Uh, uh, Orval. Orval, mm-hmm. which has been delicious, delicious. Okay. Last question, and this does not have to be a a cycling based response. Okay, this tells me a lot about people. Okay, if you could have 10 minutes alone with one famous person where you could be sitting across a table from them and ask them any questions, any person, living or dead, who would you sit across Cycling the table base? from? No, it can yeah. be anybody. It tells me a lot about you as a person. If uh, what Who would be that person that you would sit across the table from and ask questions? Oh, Mariah. Easy. It would be uh,
0: Ines Mulholland. She was a suffragette and a journalist, and all-around kickass ass lady.
2: I like that. I like that. And Jackson's going to screw it up with, like, Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Levine. <laughs> <laughs> no, who'd you pick, Jay?
6: I am thinking... You know, Lionel Messi. I think it'd be super interesting okay. to hear the... Best in the world for so many years, um, and just what comes with that.
2: I like that, Paul Maine. I like to laugh, so Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais, really? Okay, you think you get him ten minutes? You get him to loosen up enough? Wow, well, no, just—I'd be, I'd
5: just be wetting myself in laughter. it okay. doesn't matter. Yeah. All
2: right, Jack There's
5: so
4: many. There's
2: so many. Oh.
4: Um, is it too cliche to say like Barack?
2: No, it's okay. not cliche. It's cliche, it's a little, oh. little Barack. Carson Ma- Hagen,
3: Mark Marin. really? Yeah, because uh, I fucking love him, and also he's interv- he's such a great interview. He's interviewer. He's interviewed so many people that I respect and admire, including Barack Obama, that I could get his uh, perspective on them. Mm. So, mm. it's your I, turn. I,
2: I, you know what? I, I, <laughs> I, well, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't even I, think I, about I, the I, responses to these things. <laughs> um, and I you know what I and I'm gonna probably destroy my listenership on this but I would actually sit across from the worst man of all time I would no I'd sit Hitler. across I'd sit across the table from Adolf Hitler and I'd want to know what mm. the fuck he was thinking and I would I would want to know how he persuaded so many people to do so many horrific things Sorry, I, I and I can't believe I mentioned that person's name on my podcast. But Pat,
3: you, Pat you're so impressionable, you'd walk <laughs> out of there with a little mustache. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't.
2: I'm a good person, goddammit. So, without further ado, um, we do have to get to Paul's, Paul's uh, film segment, but I'm going to let on Mariah, go! So uh, everybody, uh, let's let's give a gigantic oh. round of applause and thank you to On Mariah for so making much. our our panel somewhat legitimate. Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> so so thank you for being a part of the show, On Mariah. Thanks for having me. So <laughs> tell me, tell me, and tell anybody where people can find you, where people can follow you, what you what you've got on the horizon coming down. Uh,
0: just follow me on on social media. It's am Rook on Instagram, Twitter
2: dot com facebook it's all the same handle okay that's 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 as simple as it is okay thanks so much for being on the show again i lo- i always love having you on here and i love your insight appreciate your time thanks guys okay take care all right paul main professor paul mm-hmm. talk to me uh, last time we left off we were all ordered to watch a specific segment of, and I don't have it down here in front of me. I, I had it here, but um, I, I a segment of Stars and Water Carriers. Mm-hmm. Tell me why we were asked to watch that specific segment. Well,
5: I think it's best everybody who did their homework yeah. say what they take out of it and then I okay. do my spin. So let's start with Jackson. Jackson did, you did you do your homework?
6: I wah. did a lot of other homework. <laughs> <on> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. All right.
2: I did. Mm -hmm. I did I watched the entire segment and um, I do have to say that I found it again I find it so interesting number one that I thought the soundtrack was stolen straightly uh, from um, uh, uh, what's the Kurt Russell New York movie where he's in the prison yeah you know uh, 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 escape from New York, New York yeah. it was just do and um, but what I uh, what I found interesting about it was the fact that it was dealing with um, the, the team sacrifice and and the original tactics and I, I also noticed a lot of other things like the fact that these guys were pushing gigantic gears and I found every part of it beautiful because I like to grind gears. Did, uh, Jack, are you just now looking? I, no,
4: you know, I got confused. Pat, you sent out something, and I watched some other video that uh, we, and I, oh. I, I, I,
7: yeah. I, I guess it's some, just what? between you and us.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Karsten has no idea what <coughs> you're talking about. No, I listen.
3: watched it. I watched Did it. You? Actually, George Gibbs's dad sat us all down, uh, me and Matt Pugsley and George and Scott Eckley, and we all watched it one night at their house, at the Gibbs house. And uh, the thing that I remember about that movie, and this could be a different
2: movie. Now, mind you, this was a specific <laughs> segment Sexy. of that movie, but oh. I would rather hear your opinion on, on what you thought of that specific segment. Is this the movie where at the very end, Oli Ritter or Jamandi,
3: one of them, puts, takes his wheels off his bike and puts them in the trunk of his car and drives yes. off? I fucking love that scene because... <laughs> well, same with um, in, uh,
5: hell, I mean, yeah, Le Ferdinand, yeah. the Hill yeah. of the North. Yeah. They, they all pack up. Yeah. No buses, No, nah, No, you just, just yeah. opt in your car.
3: Yeah, yeah. yep.
2: Paul, in the Paul, tell yeah. me what was the reason for for choosing but, this? Since for it for was so popular, who, like and you and I who did the homework.
4: Right, well, this
5: seems to be <laughs> shut up, Jack.
4: <laughs> I watched something else. I don't know what the fuck it was. Now go away, bitch. Well, it, the thing <laughs> is, it,
5: it shows it shows a stage where it, we think in the in today's era that Ineos has got this this train right. Yeah, and if you look at at Multini, that what they did. That started way back with Merck's. You have to have somebody who can back up that type of of tactic in in a, in a Grand Tour. Yeah, and so you see that, and then you can see people like uh, Fuente, Emmanuel Emanu- Emanu- Fuente, cramping up. And oh, I watched it. it. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you
4: did watch it. Oh, so okay. so Battain hung on. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I don't. know. So
5: go ahead. <laughs> what you, did you see? Him?
4: <laughs> well. Yeah, I did. So, so I I didn't see a lot of um, video of Batin during Merck's era, mm-hmm. more like when he started winning the the Giro. So yeah. I was like, you know, I mean, he was presented He's like 22, as the new guy, guy. Yeah. 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 And um, they dropped, you know, they dropped uh,
5: Fuente, yeah, dropped yeah. yeah. Well, and Fuente he, threw a through a he gear. had a mechanical yeah. right, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. they showed him
4: cramping and all that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it was, um, it was just. Again, Merckx just churning just, away from yeah. uh, f- away from everybody. Big gear, just pure power. I mean, it it was it, it kind of highlighted the uh, fucking Mercs wins again, yeah, thing. And and, and shocker, and we we didn't Vanderpool y- y- Wildfire, y- y- yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was.
5: So my intentions on this <clears> is <throat> one to expose that. The tactic that Enios has that we all think is a big deal is not. It's been around for a while. Um, and then the face of the loser when you see old Ritter, this is a face of de- disappointment. Oh, in no. the bed. Oh, yeah. In bed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we've all gone through that. Uh, and, and and I, of course, thought of uh, Rokelidge in that time period. I, I can't imagine yeah. what what he went through on that last day. But you're talking about the music. If you listen to the timing... Oh, it gets. It, it, no, it, it matches their, their cadence. Yeah. It actually matches their cadence. It's oh, my dim, God. Mm-hmm. Dim, because the, the, the smallest gear they could have is a 4226. That's <laughs> the smallest gear. And they're climbing the same climbs <laughs> wow. that we had you know, that they race now. Five speed So, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, five speed. Yeah. Regina
2: Aura. <laughs> <laughs> the, light, the light stuff I know so I'm running out go. of time with you yeah. what's our assignment for next week Paul Maynard? so I'll send Professor one Paul. And, and now for those who did
5: watch it uh, yeah. this is Thank the you. next year the next year they it's not done by the same producer but it's called The Greatest Show on Earth there, I will send you the link Okay. and and Fuentes actually leads after stage one in the Gero and Merckx is chasing him And there is a section, yeah, there's a section in there where Mercs starts taking command and then Fuente's fighting back. So I'll leave it there and let everybody. My
2: last question before we end the show then is, is, are are you ever going to pick a movie made in this decade?
5: Yeah, this is. I, I'm trying to get some kind of continuity <laughs> yeah. here.
2: I'll move up. I've got an idea for next week. All right, you guys. Um, I need to say I need to end the show here. I guess I do need to, and I need to tell everybody to subscribe to uh, the podcast, get involved, tell us what you think, um, check out Club Pack Filler, which is just released now. All kinds of stuff coming to you. Thanks to our sponsors who are lining up. We're going to be talking about those every single week. Check out what we got on the website. We're selling. We're selling products, Jack. Jackson's Jackson's modeling them left and right. And uh, thank you to our our panel. Thanks to Amariah. Thanks to Paul. Thanks to Jack. Thanks to Carson for being here in person.
5: Yeah. Thanks thanks to
2: Jackson Bulger for being here online. Love you, buddy. And and I guess I'm going to just say thanks to the listeners. You guys, we will catch you next week. Stay tuned. We're going to have a coffee and comments on Sunday. For sure. We got it.